0: Welcome to the Women's Business Workshop Podcast. I'm Robin Walker, your host, a business coach that helps female business owners increase their revenue and time with their family through a strategic action plan and some accountability. Today, I'm going to be talking with Carrie Sharp of He Says, She Says. Carrie is a communication consultant and speaker, and we're going to be talking all about networking how to take some of that pressure off for those in-person events, what you can do before and then during the event. Thanks for listening. Robin is a wife and mom to three teenagers, two dogs, and a beta fish that is defying the odds. She is a fifth-generation entrepreneur with over 15 years of experience creating, building, and running businesses. She keeps it real about raising kids while building a company and gives you the strategy and accountability to finally quit winging it. Her mission? To help you build your business strategically so you can have more financial stability and, in return, more flexibility and time with your family. Hello, Carrie. Welcome to the podcast. I am super excited to have you on the show today. Thanks, Robin. For those of you who have not met Carrie yet, or have not been to the Lakeside Conference, Carrie has spoken at the conference the first two years, and she will be back for our third year to speak again, this time to the whole group about networking. So we're really excited to have you back at the conference, Carrie. Thanks, Robin. I'm excited to be
1: back. I mean, there's bacon.
0: Yes, and we will try to have more of it this
1: year smart woman, smart woman.
0: I have a separate bacon <laughs> budget for this year. This is why I like your conference. Yes. You will be first at the door for the boss breakfast. Yeah. Carrie has helped me with my speeches in the past for the conference and she's helping me again this year, which is very exciting. I always ask my guest Carrie, what was your former career or your background. We all know now that you are training speakers and helping people with networking and public speaking, but what's something you did in your past life, so to speak, a former career or something you
1: were in before that is not related to what you're doing now? Mm. I don't think I've ever done something that is not in some way related to what I do now. But before I was doing what I'm doing now in this form, I was in law school. I had gotten a degree in political science and psychology and thought I was going to go and be a high-powered attorney, and my husband was going to stay home with our kids if we had any at all. And so I did an entire year of law school deciding before deciding that that was not the path I wanted to go down.
0: What would you say, what made you change your mind or what part of that career path didn't feel right? I loved all
1: the parts that were about talking. (laughs) So all the arguing, all the coming up with the the statements and what to say and questioning all the people. I loved all of that. What I did not love were the hours that it was going to take away from home. And we started talking about having kids. And I just knew if I was putting in 12-hour days at the law school, that that was not what I wanted to do when I had kids at home. I can totally respect that. And what a difference now
0: that you are working from home and homeschooling mm-hmm. your kids. So you went from the possibility of 12 hours away from your family to mm-hmm. 24
1: hours all mm-hmm.
0: together in the same home.
1: Yeah, was this the better option? I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> they say one, the, you would think the, the lawyer career would be really stressful, but a lot of us wonder how you balance everything and how you have five kids
1: home 24 hours a day. Yeah, it's a little crazy. The law career might have been the easier option, (laughs) but I love (laughs) this option because I can wear pajamas most of the time and everything revolves around my schedule instead of me revolving around someone else's schedule. That's so important. And you're getting to experience
0: all those learning moments and all those times with your kids Mm -hmm. and what a blessing. For sure. So when you were a teen or a young adult before you went to law school, Mm -hmm. did you have a job that maybe at the time didn't seem that important or that great, but then now in hindsight, you think, boy, that really helped prepare me, or there's a skill that I learned, or it kind of,
1: gave you an aha about something you like or don't like my very first job in high school was working at a museum here in our town which i didn't love but i did love all of the interaction with the customers so i think even though i didn't love the actual job i loved that aspect and still use that now but a job that i had in college that i i kind of liked <laughs> but i knew wouldn't be a career I was an editorial assistant for a scholarly political science journal. I learned a ton about word choice and phrasing things and grammar. I became a total grammar Nazi through that job, which my children hate, but really serves <laughs> me well. <laughs> and I, I use a lot of that now when I'm trying to figure out how best to word things in speeches to make the impact that I wanna make. I think there's a lot of entrepreneurs also that
0: underestimated how much writing Mm -hmm. that would be required to run your own business. For sure. If you are reaching out by email or social media posts, it's something that people might not have thought of. Let's say you're a physical therapist and you're more in that left brain uh, math and science kind of uh, sphere all of a sudden having to do all this writing, would probably be intimidating. So having that background and that job experience, I'm sure that was really helpful.
1: It is. And I'm not opposed to hiring someone to write things that I don't want to write. (laughs) I love writing speeches and working on those. I am much less in love with sales copy and that kind of stuff. So I'm not opposed to hiring someone for that.
0: I think that's very smart, and I totally agree. There are people that are absolute experts at writing those types of copy, which is so different than – I mean, there's so many different writing types that you need Mm -hmm. when you're an entrepreneur, but I love that. Yes, hire it out and let the experts
1: do their job. Absolutely.
0: So that's why I come to you for help with public speaking. And it's kind of funny that I used to be a teacher – and I teach workshops. Mm-hmm. I host groups in person, but I have never been comfortable speaking to a large group of people, which <laughs> I love to talk <laughs> anybody who knows me, <laughs> but that was just a it was a real roadblock for me and working with you really helped work through that process and understanding here's some tips, here's some little hacks you can do and really having your speech planned out ahead of time is so key. I mean, I see people do it the month before or I know the content, I can throw it together and working with you has really shown me what a process there is to go through and how what you say in what order really makes
1: a big difference. It does. You can wing it and you'll do fine, or you can prepare and really make an impact. That's very well said. That's a quotable.
0: So last year at the Lakeside Conference, you taught a workshop on how to Mm -hmm. create a workshop for your business. Mm -hmm. And that was super popular and it was fun to watch people create their online workshops after the conference with the information you gave. That was really fun to see. Absolutely. And so this year we're going to switch because you do all things public speaking. And what I think people forget is that networking has such a component of public speaking and people are really intimidated by networking events. So that networking in person is going to be your focus for the whole group session this year.
1: Do you want to tell a little bit about that session? Sure. I'm excited about this one because most people are very nervous about networking. And I don't know if it's because of the actual networking or because we call it networking events. And we think it's it's this thing that we have to go and do where networking really can just be day to day, in our one-on-one relationships with people. That's all networking. So in my presentation, I'm gonna talk a lot about what networking is and what it isn't. We all kind of know some of the what it isn't. We hate getting spammed in our messenger and we hate getting those unsolicited emails in LinkedIn. We hate that. But we need to talk about then what it is. So. I'm going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how to network naturally so it doesn't feel so awkward and weird. We're not going to have any strange networking tactics that you have to do. I, I don't like that. I like building real relationships. And so we're going to talk about how to make sure that happens. I love it. Real relationships is key.
0: Yeah. So when the people leave the workshop, is there something they'll have completed or something? Um, I know you usually like to have them work through something. Mm-hmm. Uh, what can they expect to know as they leave the workshop?
1: They're going to feel less afraid of networking in general. They're going to be excited to network and they're going to have a plan for networking at the conference that they're at it's really important to make the most of the opportunity while they're there for the two days. And so we're going to talk about that and come away with a plan for that. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I think so many of us, when we go to a conference,
0: we, we're we just trying to get there. <laughs> we're mm-hmm. trying to make sure somebody is picking up the kid from soccer while we're gone. Someone yeah. is actually going to feed the children. They The schedules are all set up that so that we can leave freely and
1: mm-hmm. not worried
0: about everything and then we arrive and we're like okay let's do this. Yeah. But taking that time at the beginning of the conference to really okay so what am I here for like what what can I do to make the most of this time I think that's going right. to be really impactful.
1: Good because it's so overwhelming when you walk into a conference situation those first couple of hours you are just it, it, there's so many people and some of them are already talking because they know each other and where do I sit and what do I do and and how what what kinds of things do I want to accomplish while I'm here all of that is so overwhelming in those first couple of hours so I'm hoping to really help simplify that and streamline that for everybody
0: And, and for those of you coming that are introverted or not real excited to network, I like that (laughs) Carrie, you put that the, or said that. One of the things they'll walk away with is being excited to network because Mm -hmm. I think that's not common for most people. Right. What I love for all of you coming to the conference that are thinking, you know, I, I'm not really good at the big group situations. I don't know anyone else coming. Everyone's going to know each other just get there. And Carrie's session is right at the beginning and know yes. that just get there, find a seat, we'll welcome you. And then know that at the end of Carrie's session, you're going to have a plan on how to network. And I think one of the my favorite things about this conference that I've been extremely intentional about is making it inclusive to everyone who comes. And I'm sure you'd agree, the women that come are so phenomenal. They're so real and just Mm -hmm. very down to earth women that if you want to be included and you want, you're willing to go up and talk to people, you
1: will find people to hang out with. You've really cultivated a very close knit group of people. And by close knit, close knit, I don't mean closed off. It feels like family when you come. And so it only really takes a little bit of time before everyone who's there feels welcomed and open to the experience and feels like they've made friends already.
0: I like to say that it is the nice girls table. It is. And that we will welcome you. And at any time in the conference, if you are feeling like, I don't really know who to sit with, I'm not sure who to to go to dinner with come talk to one of our volunteers or talk to one of the speakers because all of us will be happy to find you a group to go with. Um, sometimes all it takes is an introduction. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know people ask one of the volunteers or when we have, um, we call them the cruise directors that are at the doors of our networking events. So when you get to the boss breakfast, there's somebody there to greet you. And if you say, I don't know anyone, I don't know where to sit. They'll be happy to walk you to a table, introduce you to some people and just help you feel comfortable. So you'll never really be walking into, if you, if you ask someone for help, you, you won't need to ever
1: walk in a room blindly wondering where to go. Absolutely. And if all else fails, come and see me. I might even share my bacon. I don't believe that. (laughs) (laughs) I would in the name of networking.
0: (laughs) Yes. But Carrie is a very approachable. And I think so many of the women are, and that makes it really a lot easier. And if you go into it thinking, I'm going to help someone else that if I see someone sitting by themselves, I'm going to invite them to come over. or if I don't know anyone. I'm still going to go find someone else that looks like they're in the same boat as I am and connect with them. Absolutely. So when you think of networking, what do you think is the thing that holds people back
1: the most or is kind of their biggest roadblock? Well, it's obviously fear, Mm -hmm. but it's not usually based on truth. It's based on whatever we have going on in our mind. We kind of build up what we think is going to happen or what horrible things could possibly happen. (laughs) And we just have to get past that. It's almost like we're back in middle school. It
0: is. (laughs) You know, if you're going to a networking event you've never been to before, it's all those feelings of you walk in and you have no clothes on or-
1: There's something, there's toilet paper stuck on your shoe. <laughs> right. But your conference is very much like family. So no one should worry ahead of time. Yes, I agree. I th- I I would 100% agree that fear
0: is something that holds people back from trying new events locally mm-hmm. or going to a chamber of commerce event. For sure. Um, I know for me too, a couple of years ago, I had a negative networking experience in a local group no one else would have known but it was just the way someone spoke to me was Mm -hmm. really demeaning and ever it it set me back for a while thinking this is how all the local networking events are going to be and it kind of messed with my head and then I ended up more recently found some great groups that that would never happen in. So if you have had a bad experience, it does not mean they're all going to be that way. So don't let it hold you
1: back. Right. And we're going to talk about ways to network that don't involve necessarily networking events too, because they're not for everyone. Some people live in rural areas like me, and so <laughs> events are fewer and farther between, but some of them just aren't productive for whatever your business is too. So we're going to talk about that. I love it. You know me and strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta have one.
0: Yes, you gotta have one, (laughs) even for networking events. Mm -hmm. But I I I think that's great. And I'm excited to hear all the different places and situations that you can use as networking, because I agree. I think most people think just of when they hear networking, they think, oh, it's gonna be at a chamber of commerce and there's people standing around and everyone just wants to sell to each other. And they aren't necessarily all like that. And there's a lot of other opportunities, especially with online now that you can network to different places and different people. Mm -hmm. So if you had one action step for people, let's say they're sitting in this fear and they're thinking, Mm -hmm. I don't really have anywhere to network or networking won't work for me. What would be one kind of baby step or one action
1: step they could take to start to overcome that? First and foremost, they need to join your Facebook group, the Women's Business Workshop. Oh. Now, I'm saying that not to fluff you up. <laughs> I'm saying that <laughs> because but... take it. <laughs> that can be the reason too. It's going to make it easier to walk into the conference and network with the other participants if they know each other already. And so most mm-hmm. importantly, get involved in that Facebook group. Join it. Yes, but go one step further and start interacting and engaging in that group. Get to know people. Follow them on their social media channels. Have conversations in the group. Just get to know each other. Don't spam anybody or anything like that, but really start to understand who everyone is who's going to be at the conference so that when you get there, they already feel like friends.
0: That is a wonderful idea. And, and super easy, yes, right? Super yes. easy. Yes. And it doesn't cost a thing and you don't have to leave your home. You can keep your exactly. pajamas on. Amazon. <laughs> exactly. And that and that does really help. And you would think, well, there's so you know, there's a lot of people in the group. No one's really gonna remember me. But you actually do and you show up and you mm-hmm. see someone and you think, Oh my goodness, that's the soap lady. Yep. I always joke that I wish people would wear the same shirt that they have on in their profile picture on Facebook <laughs> because it would make it a lot easier for us to recognize everyone. Like if yeah. you've dyed your hair, please change your profile picture to the correct hair color yes. so that we can find yes. you at the conference. Um, yes. And as the conference gets closer, we do a lot of interactive posts about you guys get to help me choose what wine we have at the wine tasting, some mm-hmm. of the breakfast items, So there's a lot of opportunities to engage in conference-specific conversations, too.
1: Yeah. And you just mentioned a couple of things that have nothing to do with selling your stuff. So these are conversations that will happen about wine and about breakfast items where you can get to know people and not worry about, oh, are they just trying to sell me their stuff? Or am I, am I wording this the right way to sell my stuff to them? It totally takes the pressure off and helps you just get to know each other. Amen. So what are you, other than the bacon Mm
0: -hmm. and getting to see your favorite event host myself, (laughs) what are you
1: looking forward to at the conference? I'm looking forward to the unexpected things,
0: the things that <laughs> I know I where can't, this is
1: going. <laughs> uh, the things that I can't necessarily name now because they haven't yet happened. The first year that I was there, we did firewalking yes. outside of the wine tasting event, and that was totally unexpected, super funny, and everyone still talks about it. So I'm looking forward to things like that happening again this year. And for those of you what I was referring to
0: are Carrie's shenanigans. <laughs> What are we talking about? (laughs) Oh, I don't do shenanigans. Last year, there's a picture circulating of Carrie. (laughs) It looks like she's taking a selfie. She's doing a Facebook Live. It had to have been photoshopped. I would never do something like this. Yes. So let me just warn you all if Carrie's in the vicinity, make sure you have a password on your phone. (laughs) So Carrie found this was in some of the best parts of the conference. Well, not the best parts, but a lot of the fun connecting parts happen during the off times of the conference. So if you can come early and stay late or even stay the next day, stay one more night, that's when a lot of the real relationships are kind of happening. People are meeting in the lobby for coffee or just kind of coming back down from their rooms in their pajamas at night to hang out in the beautiful lobby So we were all hanging out. I can't remember. Was it the next day or that night? I I think it was the final night. Yes. So we were, a bunch of us were just hanging out in the lobby and I trusted my first mistake (laughs) (laughs) and left my phone on the table. And then it was proceeded to be taken and Facebook lived from the group
1: through your Facebook account. She just left there wide open. (laughs) Oh, so it was fun
0: and it was all good, but it was, it's those little moments that help you get an inside joke with someone or connect really just on a personal level. And then you may not sell to each other but you may support each other in another way. And aren't we all really just looking for other women in business that we can vent to, that we can get support from, that we can get feedback from? I mean, that makes the journey so much more entertaining and pleasurable. Oh, for sure.
1: I mean, how many times a day do we voxer?
0: Yes, multiple,
1: multiple. Yeah,
0: Some of it is about teen parenting, not parenting of teens, (laughs) I should clarify. (laughs) yes some of its business some of its car trouble i mean it's if if you don't have someone that you connect with regularly to help you through it can be so isolating working from home you have to have mm-hmm. those connections and i think when you make them in person
1: it just fast
0: forwards everything
1: for sure and that's another great reason to come to your conference well thank you
0: and get mm-hmm. out there in your local <laughs> Or connect with other people just jump out of your comfort zone have a plan and have a strategy but go try something new yeah between now and the conference where can we find you to get your expert help and guys it's not just if you're doing a speech so if you're saying well I don't do speeches She can help you with Facebook lives. If you're not really sure what your strategy should be or how you should set it up or how to try, she has lots of resources on Facebook live on presenting to people. It doesn't have to be a speech necessarily. It can be running a workshop or even just how to speak to your group. Mm -hmm. So where can we find you between now and then?
1: I'm always in your Facebook group. So all of your listeners can find me there. And our business is called He Says, She Says, and we're online everywhere under that name. And I'm in my own Facebook group quite a bit as well. And that's called Communicate to Connect. I love your Facebook group. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Another great place to get resources, but also some really authentic relationships.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of fun stuff going on
0: it's hard in a lot of Facebook groups to really, you know, find some authentic relationships,
1: but yours is one of them. Thank you. Bacon discussions every now and again too.
0: Yes, Carrie gets tagged <laughs> on a lot of bacon memes, and <laughs> I do, and I love it. <laughs> I have been known to send her pictures of our bacon that we have in our house. We have. High- or well. in your purse. We have high- whichever. Whatever. Yes. <laughs> That's another funny story. I don't know if you guys have ever been running out the door and you grab a granola bar or something. Well, we have, my husband's a chef, so we have some really awesome bacon at our house. And so I rolled some up in a paper towel, shoved it in my purse
1: for later, and of course forgot about it. (laughs) I don't know how you were not followed home by like a pack of dogs or something. Yes. Or men.
0: Or me. <laughs> I, I smell bacon. <laughs> yes, but it was funny to find it to find it later. It's awesome. I always ask at the end, if you have any final wise words for our listeners, you've been in business for a long time. Is there anything that you would have told yourself a few years ago or something your mom or grandmother or older sister
1: has said that you could share with our listeners? I tell myself this all the time. It's to keep the blinders on race horses are outfitted with blinders so that they can't be distracted by what is going on to their right or their left. It forces them to look straight ahead and focus on the task at hand. And I think that is really good advice for all of us in business. Keep the blinders on, stay focused on your race and don't pay that much attention to what's going on beside you. That is so wise. online that
0: can get really distracting Mm -hmm. and can really have a negative or toxic effect on your own mindset or your belief in yourself or your business. I love it. Keep the blinders on.
1: Yeah. It's okay to see what other people are doing. It's okay. But sometimes you really need to unfollow and look away, stay, stay focused on your own stuff. And vent a little so that you don't get derailed by what other people are doing.
0: Yes. And have someone in your life that when you are getting caught up in that, they will say, you need to unfollow that person. Yeah. Yes. Use <laughs> them for 30 days at least because it's distracting you. And I'm watching, you know, it, it's so easy online and not everything online is real. Right. And I I do believe we all have a calling and we all have our own path. And and you're not seeing their behind the scenes. You're not right. seeing if this is even reality or what it took to get to that point or what their overall strategy is of putting that thing out there at that price or at that time. Mm-hmm. So you really just have to run your own race. For sure. Well, I cannot wait for a big carry hug when we get <laughs> to the conference. I'm so excited to see you, Robin. Yes, me too. So if you guys have not gotten a ticket yet for the Lakeside Conference, you can go to womensbusinessworkshop.com and under the events tab, find all the information about the 2019 Lakeside Conference. Carrie's session will be a whole group session. So you do not have to sign up to be in her session. Everyone at the conference is going to benefit from her networking tips Right at the beginning of the conference. And so, anytime after that, too, please check in with Carrie, say hi to her. She is a wonderful person and a great person to know.
1: Aw. Right back at you, Robin.
0: Oh, I love you, my friend.
1: <laughs> I love you too. All the
0: hugs and all the love today. <laughs> all the bacon, all the love. Yeah. Carrie's action set for all of you to start networking before the conference even start is to go into the Women's Business Workshop Facebook group and start engaging. And I would also like to plug Carrie's group, Communicate to Connect, as another great place to start getting to know people. Thank you very much, Carrie, for coming on the show. And we will see you in March. Thanks, Robin. All right, everybody have a great day. The Women's Business Workshop Podcast is brought to you by... Are you looking for some more accountability in your business? How about a strategic action plan to achieve your goals? Maybe wondering if the goal you chose is actually the right goal to help grow your business this year? Join us in the Impact Membership Circle. We're going to help you walk through what is the best strategic goal for your business in order to grow What is your strategic action plan and set of steps you need to take? And then we're also going to offer you the accountability of a small group mastermind, as well as a larger group training to help you follow through and achieve your goals in 2019. Right now, we're forming mastermind groups for the next six-month session. If you're interested, please go to womensbusinessworkshop.com and look for the Impact Membership tab. Let's make 2019 your best year in business yet.